there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you one conclusive page of Talmud a day. Why conclusive? Because, friends, months and months and months, hundreds of pages into our journey into Tractate Yevamot, today is the day we celebrate the Siam, the conclusion of this intricate, sometimes frustrating, exasperating, but always fascinating Masechta, this always fascinating tractate of Talmud. And as always, when we celebrate endings and beginnings, we call upon our friend, our guide, our light, the one and only Rabbi David Beshevkin. Hello, my friend. Liel, what an absolute joy Tractate Yevamot, we hardly knew ye. All my charts, my whole office is covered <laughs> in genealogical charts. What do I do with them all now? I you just mean signed what, up for... what happens if your brother's sister's niece, nephew needs a, oh a leverage marriage? Oh my goodness, what am I going to do with all of these charts? What an absolutely fascinating, complex, intricate journey this tractate has been. So many and... shoes, so much spitting, so little time. So tell us, what, what, what did we learn? What is it that we shall take away as we say our final farewell? I think at the center of this tractate is a question that really looms over the entire tractate, which is we just began in a way, you know, we're, we're 122 pages in, but we really just concluded the first tractate of Seder Nashim, the order, one of the six orders of the Mishnah that deals with familial relationships. And the question that the great chief rabbi, the first chief rabbi of Israel, Rav Cook, once asked, and that I write about in the essay on tablet that I always share at the conclusion of these tractates, is why do we begin the notion of familial relationships by discussing Yivamot? When you want to explain the concepts of marriage to somebody, you talk to them about the birds and the bees, you want to get them a wedding present, you look at their registry, no one would ever think to begin with such tragic circumstances of a childless marriage and a widow who now needs to figure out how does she continue her life from this marriage that she her husband just passed away? Does she continue on with one of the husband's brothers? Does she do Yibam? Does she do Chalitza? Why is this the introduction to familial relationships, the entire entry point to Seder Nashim? And what Rav Cook says is actually so amazing. And that is that it is specifically tractate Yibum that is the best model for the Jewish reflection on the family, precisely because the extraordinary and tragic illuminates the normal. We specifically highlight how familial relationships, even through the most tragic circumstances, are able to endure. That the connection, the familial bonds, endure even after death. And in a way, what Tractate Yevamot is about is really so much more than the specific relationship of this widow following the childless marriage, but I believe it's the introduction to the familial relationship of the Jewish people of Knesset Yisroel as a whole. For those who are paying close attention to this tractate, they will notice 
that the laws of conversion, the laws of converting to Judaism and the Yevamot are always intertwined with one another. Beginning in the story of Rus that we read over Shavuot in Megillas Rus, she performs the act of Yibum, so to speak, as well as she is a convert, and this is one of the major sources for all of the laws of conversion. The connection between Yevamos and the laws of Gerus, meaning conversion, are not a happenstance. Because what we are really telling ourselves is that conversion to the Jewish people is more than just conversion to a set of religious principles. It's not just conversion to a religion, it's a conversion to a family. Because what Yevamos reminds us is that the Jewish people create the enduring bonds that we have been studying over the past past months, that what Klal Yisrael, the Jewish people, are all about, what binds us all together, is not just the fact that we may have the same practices, we have the same Shabbos, we have the same Yomim Tovim, it's so much more than that. We are part of an enduring, immutable family that even through tragic circumstances, our connection, dare I say, for those Talmudically inclined, our Zika, which is the language of tragedy meaning that familial connection that endures even after death, that can never be broken. And it is a reminder that when we convert to the Jewish people, to become a part of the Jewish people, is not just joining a religion, it's joining a family. And it is the bonds of family that endure even through tragedy, even through death, that animate and perpetuate the Jewish story. And that is what Tractate Yuvamos introduces us to. That's what Tractate Yuvamos is all about. In other words, if you really want to join a family, join at the absolute lowest moment and be there for the crisis. 1,000%. The familial bonds are specifically forged through tragedy. Hadran Allah Mesechas Yuvamos Vahadra Khalan Tractate Yuvamos we shall return to you and Tractate Yuvamos I hope you will return to us. Amen Salah. Rabbi David Bashevkin, thank you as always for being our guide on this journey. My absolute pleasure. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon.